0: Let's cut to the chase. Um, I, I don't see any reason to beat around the bush. Everyone San Francisco joined other cities and has outlawed straws. Uh, I think Malibu, Huntington Beach, among others. I believe Seattle might be one as well. I, I, I would put a lot of money on it that Portland is also on that train. Um, and I think it's great, right? It's a very, inv- it's a very environmentally conscious decision. Um, but I, don't, I feel like it's so easy to applaud the fact that we've outlawed straws and in doing that, we're overshadowing the fact that the straw was a legendary invention. Like, we all use them our entire life, but I bet you no one knows where they came from. It's so crazy because we literally have Google right here. So I took the liberty in doing the homework for many people. Everyone, the straw was invented in 1888 by an inventor, literally an inventor named Marvin Stone. Side note, I feel like we don't have inventors anymore. We only have innovators and entrepreneurs. And a little bit of that saddens me. Um... And a little bit of that makes me almost wish I was an inventor back in the day. So I could like, when my grandkids are going to school and college and they're, they're training to be uh, engineers and doctors and businessmen, they can ask me, grandfather, how did you make, how did you make your riches? And I can look at them and say, I was an inventor. And they're like, oh, an inventor. What is that? You know what I mean? Because I, I, I'd imagine be foreign to them. But nonetheless, the, the straw, 1888 by a man named Marvin Stone in Washington, D.C. Apparently it was a very hot day and he was drinking a mint julep. For those of you who don't know what a mint julep is, it is the official drink of the Kentucky Derby. I think I read somewhere that over the two days of the Kentucky Derby, there are over 120,000 mint juleps consumed. So let's just take that into consideration real quick because I think that factors into something. Um, so apparently Marvin Stone was drinking his mint julep on this very hot day in Washington, D.C. It paints a nice picture. I can see him um, in kind of wool clothing because they didn't have anything better. Just dripping sweat and drinking a mint julep out of a tin cup. I believe it's a very sugary drink. And I can see Marvin C. Stone under an oak tree, reading a book, drinking a mint julep. And he's like, what? this cup tastes disgusting. Because apparently the cup tasted disgusting. So he like rolled up a piece of paper uh, and started drinking this mint julep, and apparently, from there, he thought it negated any bad flavoring of a cup. Immediately, question marks. One, I struggle to believe that is the case, um, because back then I can't imagine anything was really that sanitary. And the fact that Marvin Stone could taste the difference in one cup while he was drinking a mint julep, I don't, that doesn't add up. Second, I have never heard of anyone drinking one mint julep. Everyone, Marvin was drunk. And I and I don't say that to discredit the fact that, you know, oh, he was drunk. It was a fluke. No, brilliant. Brilliant. Well done, Marvin. Very creative of you. And the fact everyone's like, oh, well, he had the idea. You guys, ideas are nothing. It's all about execution. So whether or not Marvin was inebriated when he sobered up, I'm assuming he sobered up before he started, he got into mass production. Everyone, all it took was one man in a wool shirt under an oak tree. I'm, I'm assuming that's where he was. That's not a fact. Reading a bu- I'm assuming he was reading a book, drinking a mint julep to start a worldwide trend, a worldwide product that we use every single day, yet we have no idea. When we go through McDonald's when we were kids and our parents actually let us get a Sprite because we don't want caffeine, there's no Coke, and we all don't want milk at McDonald's for some reason. That was just me personally, but we know that. And you get a Sprite and you're drinking the Sprite through this very small cup with an abnormally long straw. And it doesn't matter how big the straw is, it is way, is proportionally larger than the cup. And we just assume that's how it all, that it's always been like that. When soda was invented, when the cups were invented, straws were too. Everyone, it is not a package deal. It is not a package deal. Surprising, I will say, 1888, that's really how long it took for straws. So I'd say it's an interesting how this trend kind of picked up. Um... And I just don't want everyone to applaud the fact that, you know, all these cities are making extremely environmentally conscious decisions and they're setting a great example, which they are. But everyone, um, a man in Washington, D.C., in a wool shirt, invented this item. And I feel like it would be discrediting him and honestly probably discrediting American inventors if we don't acknowledge that. So before you throw away your last straw, I want you to do something. I want you to look at that straw. I want you to picture Mr. Stone. Washington, D.C., hot summer's day. Couldn't have any water. Let's assume it was contaminated. He had the craft and he had the wit to actually make his own mint julep and carry it out to that oak tree while he was reading a book. On a hot summer's day in a wool shirt, everyone, come on, here's my thing. Look, kudos, everyone, we're doing it. This is huge. We're making better decisions. We don't really need straws, but they were fun. You remember when we put two straws together at the sports bar when you were little? And you can drink double the Diet Dr. Pepper or Dr. Pepper, depending on what you're into. Maybe you put three straws. Whoa, we're getting crazy now. Four? Five? Okay, come on. Everyone, straws literally come in all stapes. Boba straws, soda straws, and the small straws you get with cocktails at bars, all came from one man. I'm just going to say a young man with a dream. Everyone, let's throw away their straws. But before we do that, let's tip our hats to Mr. Marvin Stone.